listening to Sweet Society presented by Sweet 929. All guests appear courtesy of Tech We Like. Chuck Holiday is your host. Of course, that doesn't change for now. My guest today, oh man, this is a treat right here. We started way, 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 way back. Oh man, many, 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 many moons ago. She's still young though, might I add. <laughs> and she has gone on to a hell of a career in beauty, makeup artistry, um, and, and amongst other things, just an overall badass entrepreneur who doesn't take shit from anyone. Ladies and gentlemen, my guest, Rebecca Lee, AKA Korean Candy. Thank you so much for having me today. I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be on this podcast and I can't wait to really chop it up with you. I'm, I'm excited to have you on. You know, I'm so proud of everything that you had going on. For those of you who are listening, we have a huge international market. You know, Sweet Eye 29, of course, is mainly a video network. Some of you only know it as podcast, whatever. But if you go back in the archives of uh, some of the uh, episodes of From the Front Row, Rebecca was not seen, but she's definitely behind the scenes in a couple of the interviews here and there, as well as some of our work over at fashionweekonline.com way, way, way back uh, when I was uh, when I was basically um, <laughs> servicing myself out for them. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, Pablo's a good guy. Pablo's cool. But um, but you know, with that said, you know, I remember back then, and you were starting, and and well, no, you weren't starting. You were already established, but you were just kind of really getting in the mix in terms of from a, a, a kind of a connection standpoint take me through that process back in the mid-2010s you know you obviously started Korean Candy Rebecca Lee Makeup Art what is, what is the actual title of your of your brand so my title of my brand is Rebecca Lee Artistry but I, go I see off it all the time and of course I yes. just forget <laughs> so I, I always went off of Korean candy when I first started because when I first started dipping my toes into makeup, I wanted to maintain a brand that was me, but was also different. Like I didn't want to have makeup by Rebecca or glam or any of that. I didn't want to just umbrella myself under one category. I think I just knew what I was going to bring to the table. I knew how confident I was within my artistry, within myself. So I knew that I am my brand and whatever I decided to name myself was still going to be able to pave the ways that I wanted to go. And you know, I like that. I actually like that because a lot of people put themselves into a box with their branding. And yeah, you did not do that from the start at all. Yeah. And it, it sounds very, um, very businessy. It gives a all around beauty and lifestyle, very kind of uh, centric uh, focus. And I like that, I like that. Thank you. Know, you. Of, yeah, well, a lot of people don't think like that. And, and that's something that, you know, I'm real big about branding and making sure that you don't tie yourself into a box. I hate that. Um, and yeah, I really and I feel like when we're like, when you really start getting into like an industry that you really want to, thrive in. I think it's just important to stay true to yourself. And honestly, all of us who've been in like business, I'm sure we all relate as into like 
we all start somewhere, but then as we continue with our careers, we may change directions. And even when we get to where we prayed for or manifested and worked hard for, once we get there, we may not want to be there anymore. So I always wanted to have that freedom within my industry of just navigating what works for me, what I like, what I don't like, being able to set boundaries, being able to set the tone of where I want to be and subjecting myself into rooms and within people that I knew were going to believe in me and help me thrive and just learn whatever I needed to learn in order to get to the next place that I wanted to go. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that I noticed early on when we were working together um, a couple of interviews, Kalan, uh, Killian, I'm butchering names today. Um, uh, It's when I don't drink. Um, (laughs) um, Tell me about, take me into just that process of really understanding that you need to establish firm relationships early on, because that was something that I didn't notice about you. you know, when we first, uh, you know, the couple of times that we did work together early on, that, that was the one thing that you were very observant and you were very detailed about making sure that you established relationships um, mm-hmm. on the surface, more or less, you know, by yourself, which is, that is very important. Man, that's so important. It is so important. It truly, I don't think people understand how important it is. I think people think that they're just to show up to work and do what they do and just sit there. And they don't understand that you have a a window of opportunity to either bless yourself or to dismiss yourself. And when I was younger, you know, I've been on my own since I was 17. And I've been through things in life that truly shaped me to just have so much self-discipline. I learned really quickly how to just jive with any type of personality. And it's given me this confidence to be able to walk in any room. And even if I don't speak, I know people feel my presence. And I've learned to observe, but also how my industry works and where I really want to go. So when I was younger, I feel like I've connected with so many photographers when social media really started to blow up. You know, there was a photographer named Adiran who was working in the industry. He was extremely talented. I respected him so much because at that time he was the only photographer that was doing hair, makeup and photography. Like I didn't see any other photographers doing that in the game. So I had the opportunity to work on a show that was supposed to come out on VH1 and they reached out to me because of Instagram. So I already realized that Instagram was gonna have a huge impact within the industry. So I decided to take my personal Instagram, delete everything and just start posting makeup pictures every single day. Every single day, I would use my friends' bait and just tell them that to come through, I'll do their makeup, we'll go out, and I would just keep promoting it because I felt like when I was using myself as a model, a lot of people thought that I only could do Asian, I think, you know, kind of makeup because obviously I'm Korean. So I knew that I needed to branch out and really like use all my friends because all my friends are all different nationalities. So I realized if I got my hands on each one of them, 
it would just open so many different doors in different directions because you never know who knows who and how the world is so small. That is so, incredibly smart. That's when I just started using it as a tool. And it one day, ironically, I was on set with VH1 filming the show, doing hair and makeup in a studio where the photographer was coming in. And when I was doing the makeup applications, we were all basically just chopping it up in the room. And the photographer came in and mentioned his Instagram handle. And I was like, wait, you're a deer on because you never seen the face behind the photographer because yeah. a lot of us were just posting our work. So, photographers, yes. yeah. so we don't know what they look like. And I was like, wait, this is such a small world because we just started following each other. So from there, we just connected. I was like, all right, boom. He has a lot of influence on the industry. I know that I could be a major asset for him because he really doesn't like doing makeup, but I do. So now maybe this potentially could open more doors for me. So. Even to this day, like Adirin could say, like, I will harass him and tell him, like, let's go. Like, I'm ready to work. What are we doing? Like, what's the goals? What are where we want to go in like six months? What's the projects? So even when I was a kid, I was like, what, 16, 17? No, it wasn't. I was like 22. Yeah, like 22. I was going to say, yeah, because I, I think yeah, that's around the time 22. I met you. Yeah. So crazy. That's crazy. That was 10 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I think so, I think Adarin told me like she said, yeah, he, she just turned like twenty one or something like that. She's a kid. Yeah, I yeah, I remember. <laughs> but I was a hustler, and he you knew because I would take no as an answer. I'd be like, listen, I don't care if I work for free. Just put me on the map. I don't care what time it is. And he realized I, I was so serious about it that then he started doing like bigger shoots, which like the Trunk Club, that with mm -hmm. Killian. There yep. were so many things. And once I've gotten into that type of environment, it was just, I feel like it just like ignited the fire into my spirit. Like I was just like, no, I'm going to do everything and anything to get myself in these types of rooms. And Absolutely. at that point, that's when I connected with you and Killian and everybody and just the experience of just being able to sit there and watch how everyone was working, filming and how it all played out. It, it made me feel so fulfilled. Definitely, and definitely. I was just, I was so addicted to the lifestyle at that point. And I feel like since then, it's just always given me drive to do whatever I wanted to do. That's what's up, that's what's up. And shout out to Adira, AD, my dude AD. Yeah, we, we actually going on to do a ton of work together. We did a couple of things for Bravo and um, along the way and um, a couple of crazy shoots where me and him both was ready to strangle the people in front of our cameras so. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys always tell it you oh my god we got it. some stories wow we got some stories <laughs> um yeah but some stuff i filmed along with him uh yeah i can't even show it because the frustration in his voice and his face just showed it all <laughs> but the one thing i did notice and i remember you know we were we were doing a couple of those shoots that you just mentioned and um yeah Let's just say for the record, I was mailing it in during those runs. Um, but um, but I did notice you you grasp the concept of production. And that's something mm -hmm. that a lot of people don't get, that they, they don't grasp the concept. But you actually grasp the concept of production. You, you didn't say much, but you actually grasped the concept of it. And I think that that was with right away. I said, oh, she cool. She cool with us because... 
you know, you understood what went into the production and not necessarily um, the finished product, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's always something that, you know, us behind the scenes, we, we love that because it just makes um, the collaborations that much easier to, to go after and, and go for and, and to create and, and um, you know, and relationships in general, which is why I've always had a lot of mutual respect for you, a lot of respect for you in that way, you know, um, you just don't get that with everybody. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. No, I don't it, think people understand that it really takes a team to make the house. It does. It really does. I wish people understood that. It really <laughs> and it's does. not like, and even if I'm there to do productions, makeup, whatever I was there to do, I was willing to help with cameras. I was willing to help with whatever. And I don't think people are willing to do the extra step. And, and I don't think people understand either that you doing the extra step is maybe open the opportunity. You may meet somebody that's gonna open up a, a crazy relationship or a, a crazy partnership, whatever it may be. And I think people are just so, they're not in things for the right reasons, you know? And I think when you're really true to yourself and you're wholesome and you really are, you know, successful, a team player, it shows within your character. Absolutely. I, I totally agree with you on that. And you have of course, gone on to um, achieve your own level of success, uh, working with a ton of people. I don't even know what names to start with. There's so many people. And just in general, really, it, it's been a pleasure to watch you get into these doors and to work with, you know, Nisi Nash and Remy Ma, and, um, then moving over to combat sports, working with Charlotte Flair and Carmella and um, so many other people. H have you, in terms of your approach, have you kept the same approach um, to just just the same approach regardless and just kind of just take it on the assignment or do you really try to make sure you understand the person that you're with and and um, adjusting to, to them? Um, with all my clients, I think, for me personally, as a makeup artist, it's not just makeup like we're in the privacy of their homes you know in their hotel rooms we're seeing them see so be so vulnerable we're around their families we're around everything so it's not that we're just like a makeup artist one i'm here to provide a service trying to make you feel the best version of yourself that you possibly could feel like i'm here to make sure you feel calm at ease and to help however and i feel like with each individual client I've learned them on such a deeper level that I know how to move with them. You know, like even me and Remy have a joke that I tell her like, I could tell her emotions of how she feels just by the way she breathes. Wow. If she takes like a breath, like real jokes, like if she said something like, oh, I'm annoyed, like I know by the way you breathe. And she's like, what? <laughs> like, and we would just like die laughing. But it's true, you know, cause like, I know how my clients are in the morning. If I should bring them an orange juice or a coffee or a tea, or, you know, if we're on set and it's going longer and, you know, maybe their feet may hurt and I might go grab their shoes or something, but I've learned them all on such a deeper level that we've become such close friends. You know, we all have, I have such different relationships with each client, but I love them all equally. And it's, it's crazy that as a makeup artist, 
we don't realize that it's just so much deeper than makeup. I agree. I mean, it's part of the presentation overall, and, and, and that matters, especially when you see social media and that craziness um, in terms of how everybody reacts. And you, know, you think of um, just just a simple Getty Images photo, and you know, people really examine every aspect of a person's appearance and presentation, yeah. and, and makeup is absolutely a very big part of that. And I also want to touch on something that you just mentioned when you just answered that question, is personal space. You know, people don't realize that when you're, when, when you're in the personal space of these people, you don't just kind of, these people don't let any old body in. They're not letting any old body into their personal space. It's very tough to get into the personal spaces of some of these people that you see in media and TV all the time. And I don't think that people realize that you know, it, it goes more than you just showing up and just doing your job. You, you like you said, you, you have a very deep connection with Remy because of the years of collaboration and work and things like that. It's almost like y'all literally yin and yang, you know? Yeah, we are. Yeah, and I mean, crazy. you know, I, I know you've worked with a couple of other people and, and it's been the same similar type of experiences, you know, where it's, you, you pretty much know, but that's a beautiful thing, you know? I think that that's, that helps you a lot with preparing them for their, their journey or, or their day or the event that they're going into. And, and that's, um, that's, I mean, that's everything. That's trust. That is trust. It's such a different level of trust too, because, you know, for certain types of events, you know, I'm grateful enough that the clients I work with completely trust me and they give me such creative freedom. But also too, you know, I want to make sure that whatever, whatever event we have that I really want to put them on the map, you know, like, and I don't think people understand that makeup, hair, outfits, everything, it all comes together. Even the pictures we take, yeah. you know, when after we create these looks and the pictures and certain things, if they're not hitting right, it's not going to get the, the response throughout Absolutely. the world. Huh. Absolutely. So, you've seen so many, I know you've seen, not not for your work, of course, I've never seen no bad, bad uh, feedback <laughs> for your work, but you see these, these, these real negative uh, uh, responses to people for makeup jobs that, you know, are not really on point or don't reflect, I don't want to say they're not on point, they don't reflect the person that they're, that they're doing um, the job for. And, yeah. and that's, that's everything because people remember that type of stuff. And, and these photos, you can't just have these photos deleted. No, and for whatever reason, you know, you could create magic and they'll forget that over whatever they think in their eyes that they messed up, which is unfortunate. But, you know, in times now, a lot of people love to thrive off negativity or just, I don't know. I, I think we're just in such different times now, the way people like to perceive things or, you know, it's so much easier to say something nasty rather than like upping somebody and making them feel fantastic about themselves. And I think that a lot of people are getting so lost within like this certain type of like culture that we're sitting in, which is unfortunate because right. I truly believe that if you are the most purest, wholesome, genuine version of yourself, no matter what you do in this world, you're always going to be blessed. I, and I'm so big on I totally agree. Do you think that a lot of that has to do with maybe people 
just not. I, I don't know. I, I've been trying to figure out this social media code in terms of the negativity aspect of it for so long. Do you think mm -hmm. it's maybe something to the along the lines of just people just not wanting to see other people enjoy? Um, I, I always have this saying, Rebecca, that um, you know, and I, you you you're a woman of color, but I always say that you know the biggest rivalry for people of color is happiness seeing other people's mm -hmm. happiness do you think that that has a little bit to do with that so i don't i won't say it's just that i think what i've been telling people lately i feel like this has been such like a popular conversation lately that you know a lot of people are like oh well they lost themselves but i like to challenge that and be like have they ever found themselves you know i i'm 32 years old and I can't tell you how many people I've met within their 20s, 30s, 40s that are not healed. They don't even know themselves. They haven't done the self work or really the discipline to figure out what's really hurting them, what's under all these layers in order to really rebirth and create a new version of yourself to be able to pull in these blessings and just be in a better space. And I feel like until someone's really able to tap in with themselves and understand themselves and understand you know our childhood traumas everything we've experienced in life we've all been through things Absolutely. but that's not an excuse and a lot of people like to sit in their shit and project it onto other people and that's why i always tell people like when you when people are saying these things you really have to master the art of not giving a fuck and totally anybody agree. that knows me <laughs> will literally tell you, you know, I don't know if it's because what I've been through in life or whatever, but I truly, if I don't give a fuck was a person, it would absolutely be me. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing, you know, maybe I might get upset for a moment, for a brief moment, but there's absolutely no way that anybody or anything can control me in the sense of, ruining my day or something that I know is meant for me. Like if I want something, I'm doing it and I'm getting it. And there's nobody that's gonna convince me otherwise. And I think a lot of people, they they thrive off of getting, you know, validation from people. They thrive off attention. They thrive off of just people filling them up. And I always tell people if you don't, if you truly master the art of not giving a fuck and you know who you are, what you bring to the table, and you know you're different compared to everybody else, you don't care. And you're gonna continue to pour into yourself. And when you do that, you're gonna continue to be blessed and people are gonna see that. But a lot of people are so into doing what everybody else is doing or, oh my God, I have to do this because this person's doing this and I have to wear this or I have to buy this. And it's like, pause. Relax, breathe. If you take all those things away, are you gonna be you or are you gonna be them? Very true, wow, very true. And you said something else earlier that really, some people just have not allowed themselves to become better versions of themselves in, as they hit into their mm -hmm. 30s. I, I, look, I'll tell you, at, you know, I'm 47 years old and I didn't really come into my own in terms of myself until I was in my 30s, my early 30s. And then even then, you know, I became a different version of myself probably in my late 30s and absolutely your mid 40s. 
woo, life changes, man. You, you start to, the little bit of fucks that you were giving already are gone by then. And I yeah. I know for me at and now in my mid to late 40s, I absolutely don't give a single fuck now about opinion, mm -hmm. validation, nothing. And, and I do nope. not, I could care less. As long as I got my drink and as long as business yeah. is taken care of, I could care less. Yeah. Especially opinion and validation. That's something that I think for me, I've always never really cared about. But I noticed that that is such a big thing now. And I, I've been having a, tr I've been having a little bit of a problem grasping it working with others because people are so fixated on it and i, I don't I, I don't get it i, I but I, again that's, that's hey uh, maybe that's for <laughs> I, I don't know but oh, i don't no. i could care I get less it. that's okay i, I feel like i'm just such an old soul and i just i watch how people choose to move and i feel bad you know like some people i even check on because you can see like people can project for a check that they're happy and that they're in a good space, but you see the energy behind it. Yeah. And I feel like I've tried to challenge people to just be a better version of themselves and stop deflecting. You ain't lying about that. You cannot hide that type of stuff. You just can't. You can't mask it. You can't hide it. You know, it's it's visible no matter what. Um, you're you're still just getting started. I mean, you're still young. You're still getting started. Have you really begun to look at maybe the next few years ahead and, and some other things that you may want to look at getting into or or have you just looked at really just expanding what you currently have? You know, it's crazy. Like this is it's been such a crazy like within the last few years, it's just been it's going so fast, it's so fast. And when I started this year, I feel like I had certain goals and ideas and I feel like it's changed completely. And it's crazy because I feel like I'm always sitting here reflecting. I'm really big on journaling and writing things down with like a date and time just to like challenge my thoughts and see how I choose to like go about business. And, you know, at this point in my career, you know, I love the relationships I have with my clients and I still want to be available to them, but I really want to expand internationally. And I don't know what that's going to entail for me, but I feel like I just want to expand in every way. Like, I just want to continue being the true artist that I am. And it's so important for me to stay true to myself and to who I am. Absolutely. And I think that in this industry, it's so easy to lose yourself the industry is so fast you know we're subjected to so many things so many different people it's like you you feel like you know what you want and then you may meet other people and that might put you on a different path of the industry so i feel like i'm just like trusting the process i just want to work with amazing people where i'm respected um i want people to see my artistry for what it is you know i'm so big on just challenging myself to be the best artist I can be. And you know, I'm big on no filters, yeah. not using those things to like change my client's faces. So I just want to continue to be me and to be respected for my art. You know, cause I feel like makeup's just not makeup for me. I 
I'm a true artist at heart and this is my art. My clients are just my canvases. Absolutely, absolutely. And I know that you have a good relationship over at with the uh, some of the uh, performers over at the WWE, myself as well. Um, how was that process? Because that's a whole different animal of, of uh, working with them. And, you know, um, again, I've worked with a couple of, of uh, clients over there as well, a couple of performers over there, Lashley, MVP, um, Cedric Alexander, Shelton Benjamin. That is a totally different animal. Um, but, I, you know, I, I, the one thing I will say is they have an appreciation um, for the work that goes into everything. Did you, did you, was that a seamless kind of thing, especially going into that type of world? Because it, it is a little different from your typical um, celeb, so to speak. Yeah, it's definitely completely different. It's, it's really funny how it all came about. You know, like when I would, when I was first introduced to Leah, which is who's Carmella on yes. WWE. Um, I was working within like TV production and stuff doing makeup for like VH1 and MTV like here and there. But my brother is a huge WWE fan, like huge. <laughs> and we used to watch all the time when we were kids. And he DMs me one day of Carmella asking for a makeup artist in New York. And my brother's like, Rebecca, please reach out to her. Like, please, <laughs> for me. <laughs> and I was like, why? And he's like, Rebecca, this would be huge. And I was like, you know what? All right, let me go for it. So I shot my shot. I shot her over a DM. I just introduced her myself. I told her that she could find my artistry on my Instagram, which is at Korean Candy with a K. And I basically told her that all my work on my page is not filtered and if she was interested in using me that this is my email and my phone number and I would love to be given the opportunity to work with her and it was crazy she DM me back in like an hour <laughs> <laughs> wow and, <laughs> that's yeah, cool though. that's so, real cool it was it was so cool and just to be given the opportunity you know like I love Leah she's one of the sweetest people in the whole entire world and I will never forget the opportunity she's given me in the beginning of my career you know I feel like she put me on the map internationally and it's it's crazy how many people know me or if she travels to a different state they'll be like oh my god I know Korean candy it was just such a surreal moment for me you know I like the fact that and she shouts you out because you know you don't get that with a lot of makeup artists and it was almost like they refuse to shout the makeup artists out and I like the fact hard, that she always man. shouts you out no matter what <laughs> You know, because some clients, like, um, you know, I love my clients either way. If they shout me out, if they don't, I understand both sides of it. You know, we want everyone to show love and know what we're doing it. But then some of my clients are like, there's no way. I don't want people to find you because you're already busy. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but it's bells. But, you know, with, with Leah and even with Charlotte, which is Ashley Flair. Yes. It, it's just, it's. I have such a respect for them, for the amount of work that they put in within their bodies and just working out. And they're, they're performers and athletes all in one. So it's just such a different production because, you know, it's like they have a, an alter ego to tap into. So it's like, we need these makeup to reflect these certain egos. So it's like, 
when I'm doing makeup, am I doing Leah or Carmella? Or am I doing Charlotte or Ashley? Wow. And then, so they, gotta, like, and then they gotta step out in front of like 17,000 people. Yeah. I don't just know how they do main, it. I, yeah. I don't know how they, both of them are incredible performers. I've seen, I've seen Leah slash Carmella uh, a, a few times. I know she's, she's won a couple of championships and I know that um, yep. Charlotte has won. They're numerous. so talented and strong. Oh They're yeah, oh yeah. Staten Island Princess. <laughs> Staten Island Princess. Yeah. <laughs> and, yep, and then Charlotte slash Ashley um, is, is, you know, I just read that she's considered one of the top performers in all of, of sports entertainment, not not for women, yeah. but all of sports entertainment, bar gender. That that's that's a hell of a thing to say, um, and especially given you know her uh, lineage and dad, and that's a lot to live up to. But no, they, you're right. They put their bodies on the line every single night. They're out there. No, see, it, and they'll wake up. Like even I just did WrestleMania with Ashley, and oh wow, just, I didn't know you did that. Yeah, we did WrestleMania. That was crazy. That was probably one of the biggest audiences I experienced within my career. It was like 80,000 people. And yeah. just the energy so the stadium right. was insane. But just like I, we would fly in and land at 12 in the morning. This girl's at the gym at 4 in the morning. And then we're going to work at 8 in the morning. And then she's <laughs> taking a nap. And then we're going to the next job at 2 in the morning. And I'm like, Ash. How are you human? Like, and even Leah, the same thing when we would do other shows like SmackDown, bro, everything. I was just like, how do you guys do this? This is different. It is a lot. It is a lot. And, and explain that process, maybe not just for them, but just in general. A lot of people think that, you know, when you see a TV show air at 3 p.m., a lot of people think you just show up at 2 p.m. And people don't realize, look, I work in TV. I know. I know the process. Um, people <laughs> like explain that process. Like you're getting these people sometimes half sleep. Listen, there's there's clients I've done <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> like, listen, there, I I remember one specific time where Remy and I had to film a show for BT in Atlanta for three days. We flew back to New York. Mm -hmm. Did New York Fashion Week that day. Did makeup again. Went home. No, we went to dinner because we, you know, we didn't eat. <laughs> then we <laughs> went home, me. packed, went back to the airport, flew back to Atlanta to finish filming. And she, at that point, she was dead tired. And I did her makeup when she was completely knocked out. I don't think people understand that. It's sometimes we don't have enough time to do makeup. I've done air. I've done makeup on airplanes, on private jets, on sprinters, in cars, outside of my car, you know, in random spaces. Wow. Like, it, it doesn't matter where we are. We're going to do makeup anywhere. Absolutely. And sometimes we don't have time because potentially, you know, we might start filming at 8 o'clock in the morning, but we have car service coming through and everything. And production isn't gonna think about makeup like, or hair. <laughs> they give us like the littlest grace period because they have a show to maintain and B-roll and everything that they have to film. We all have our own jobs, but somehow we all have to come in sync and make it work. It is such a teamwork uh, uh, type of process that you just mentioned that, you know, if you don't do your job, the next person can't do their job, you know? And, 
Mm-hmm. Not at all. No. Oh, and no. we have even hair people like, you know, when when I'm working with Rem, it's usually with another guy named Terrence. He's an amazing celebrity hairstylist from Atlanta. I love him dearly. And we laugh because there's times where Remy's sleeping and he's helping me hold her head up. And when he's trying to do her hair, like I'm holding her by her forehead. So Man, that is teamwork. That is teamwork right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's like, and she'll joke because she's like, you know, you guys could do it. Like, because she knows we got it. So we're like, we don't want to do it this way. But, you know, we need our client to be 100%, you know? And Absolutely. she knows sometimes we make a joke. I'm like, listen, Take a nap, girlfriend. Like I got this, <laughs> and <laughs> and, and that comes passion. from that trust, you know, that we talked about earlier yeah. in this episode. Is that trust is a huge part of this, and and you know, you're trusting somebody with your image and and um, and appearance, and and you know, you obviously know that, and you've known that since the day you started. So it just makes mm-hmm. it makes that trust factor that much easier to digest, especially with you, because you already know what you're in there to do and you're not in there to play games. And I think people know that from the outset. You know, just in general, you've never been that type that, that has given off any, any I'm here to play games vibe anyway, so. No, and even too, like, as both, everyone has to be vulnerable while we're working, you know, like, I always tell people like, you can't take things personally. You know, I'm in such a close proximity of my client's spaces. And, you know, we all go through things in life and you know, maybe something will work or personal or whatever, but sometimes I could be the target because they're going through something. They could be angry or upset. And it's like, sometimes it just goes on us. And it's like, you can't take it personally. And I always tell people like you have to find like boundaries within yourself you know like my clients know like you could be yelling at me in my face and I'm just gonna look at you and be like are you done and they wow. just laugh because I know it's nothing to do with me Definitely. but it's everything to do what they're going through but it's like with those emotions plus production pressing the client like listen what time are you guys gonna be ready we have to do this we have to do that like you just have to brush it off your shoulders and be like, okay, listen, like, let's go. Next step. How are we getting this done? And we all have to work together. And that's how you people see these amazing shows, these amazing movies, you know, everything. Absolutely, absolutely. And with a lot of numbers crunching and time consuming work like this, what do you do to really unwind? And and I, I know that, you know, you have to at least unwind in some form of fashion with some form of maybe not vacation, but something. What do you do to unwind? Before unwinding, there was no such thing. (laughs) Now, I this year, I truly challenged myself. I think before I was such a like on a fight or flight, like I didn't know what balance was. I just knew how to drown myself in work. But I also think I used work to run away from things that I was going through personally. And, you know, just like I said before, like I had to tap into myself and figure out like how I need to heal certain things to myself, you know, from my childhood and and things that I've been through. So I learned to do that. And once I did that, I feel like everything was just, it was just smooth sailing. Um, We already talked about looking ahead and, and you know, you want to go international, which I, I totally see that happening soon, um, sooner than later. And, you know, is that something that you feel is critical to your continued success? 
No, absolutely not. You know, I, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> like, you know, a lot of people that know me, they all think it's like just so crazy how confident I am and just the way that I choose to just move through life. But I've done so much self work in myself and I truly feel like I can do whatever I put my mind to, especially within my career. And, you know, I feel like anybody that meets me and experiences me, they understand that too. And I feel like just this year, I've opened so many doors with, you know, becoming a vendor, a permanent vendor with huge names in the industry and even in the music industry. And I feel like this is just the beginning, you know? And I don't know where I want to go. I know where I would, I want to expand internationally, but even if it doesn't happen now, it's going to happen later. You know, whether it's because of a client or if it's because of me personally, but I know it's eventually definitely going to get there. If it doesn't happen now, it wasn't destined to, you know, I might have to make some more bigger marks within the States. But at the same time, I, I truly trust the process. And even if something that I did want, you know, I got it. And then I was like, you know what, this isn't working out for me. I know that I had to experience it just to get a taste and realize that it wasn't for me. Absolutely. And then I refocus on what I truly felt was for me. And I think that, you know, even when you go on jobs, it's just so important for me to maintain healthy relationships with everyone at me. And it's not just hairstylists and stylists and producers. It could be the the sound guy, the camera people, you know, the PAs, whoever. It's it's everybody. And I feel like wherever I work, people just feel my presence. And just from them feeling my presence, it just opens so many opportunities for me throughout the entire industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I I tend to um I tend to usually just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I totally understand this and I totally understand you and, and I know the work that you put in and, and I know the relentlessness that you also have to your craft and, and you know, I'm I'm for certain that you'll be international. I, I don't Thank think it's you. a matter of if I think it's a matter of when and on top of that, Rebecca, you're just getting started. And I, I know I keep saying that, but you know, you're you are literally still just getting started and there's so many layers for you to, to, to get into and to experience um, along the lines of, of or along the path of of um, what you've been doing and where you're going and where you're headed. And I'm I'm just thankful that I have a front seat to watch all this as as a fan, <laughs> as a friend too, but as a colleague, but but really as a fan because it's it's just great to see it. I've been really happy to see everything play out for you over the past couple of years um, with some of the various people that you've worked with and and you doing a lot of these L.A. New York runs. <laughs> I'm back. I'm going to Vegas on Friday, so oh. <laughs> I, it's a lot, you know, and it's crazy because you you truly have seen me when I was a little kid. And it's just like I, I can't tell you how thankful I am just for, you know, when the times you reach out and just remind me how far I've come, like sometimes I forget and it's just 
so wholesome to sit back and just really reflect and think about when I was like such in a dark place and just like trying to catch my footing and just to see how staying disciplined and just, you know, doing the self work and figuring out what works for me to see how I feel now. It's just, it's so refreshing. Definitely, definitely. You know, I'm always here. I always got your back no matter what. And um, I'm just, again, I'm excited that, uh, that this is all coming together. And more importantly, that it's coming together on your terms, which is very important there. It's coming together on your terms. And, um, yeah. you know, cheers to more. Cheers to more life and more happiness and more success. I appreciate you coming on. I really do. No, I appreciate you having me, honestly. You know, I was so nervous at first, but I appreciate you always making me feel so comfortable and pulling me out of my, into a comfort zone when I was uncomfortable, you know? And I truly just hope that we all can continue to inspire each other, you know? I feel like sometimes we can feel challenged in whatever industry we are, but it's just so important to continue to just put in the work and not give up and don't be lazy, you know? And you know, like we we put so much into so many different projects and sometimes people don't understand how we could, you know, finesse everything together. But if it's truly something that you love, it's, it's truly history from there, you know? You're going to make the history. Absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate you, Rebecca, I really do those of you want to catch up with a Korean candy on Instagram definitely um, I believe it's Rebecca Lee artistry on, yes. Uh, yes website absolutely there's a ton of work on there ton of work and she's still adding to that <laughs> I am <laughs> you can check my work on my website it's www.koreancandy.com and candy is with a K Definitely, definitely, definitely. I appreciate you on, and um, you know, we always gonna catch up with each other down the line. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can catch Sweet Society on Apple, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and I wanna guess Google. I'm not sure, but I believe so. And for those of you internationally who, who are not into streaming, you can always catch all of these episodes on Sweet929.tv, where everything is basically there and you can bypass the streaming stuff as always sweet society is presented by sweet 929 all guests appear courtesy of tech we like disclaimer i own that as well all cool though but to the next time chuck holiday signing off <laughs>